right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 80 of the Whatever Show. Which is the drunk episode. It's, they're all the drunk episode, let's be oh, honest. Oh, sorry. Um, this might be the especially drunk episode, however, we are drinking Lando on Hoth. Uh, so, Lando is a beer brewed by my very good friends here, uh, Matt, who hosts the podcast regularly, and Bryce, who's been with us many times before. Um, this one, however, uh, they, they froze the shit out of, and basically we're drinking the, the pure extract of a beer that starts off at, what, was this one, 11? Like nine, nine point. Like a 10, 10% ABV, and this is the concentrated. Like, it, it, it tastes, uh, you know, like we're drinking this in a highball, folks, because that's that's the suitable glass for this type of beer. So, a finger. Yeah, stick stick with this for the rest that's of the exactly show, or at least until one or, or more of us pass out. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lot of stuff going on this week. We're going to talk uh, in the Marvel section. We've got Captain Marvel. Cloak and Dagger's got a trailer out. We've got some X Men news. And so on and so forth. We've got Star Wars, a uh, little piece of good and uh, never before seen footage we'll discuss very briefly, probably. We've got a showrunner for a Wheel of Time. I put this in here. But now Bryce is here, so this is fucking perfect. We're going to yes. talk, and Matt's going to shut up for like a half hour while oh. we nerd out about this. Probably not. I, I, I rarely shut up for half an hour. No. Um, have you read The Wheel of Time? No, but I'll pretend I have. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> like, yeah, I loved it when Harry got the time turner, and then they How do totally you feel about the Borderlanders? The yeah. <laughs> no, I was I was I was gonna go old school and start just making Wrinkle of Time oh, references. There you go, there you go. <laughs> <Not a little laughs> wrinkle in Time, yeah. Uh, we're gonna go talk some video start, games. Start pulling some Xanth shit out of there. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh tears, oh tears. <laughs> we, we've got some uh, we've got some video games to talk because I have returned to the PC Master Race, my friends. Uh, and we're gonna talk comic books as well. Uh, we both read Secret Empire Number Zero. Yeah, we both read Batman number 21, and then Matt read some other stuff that I didn't, obviously. When we say we both, we mean two out of three of us, because hey, Fox hey. Dane over here doesn't read comic books unless I make them, so. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, you gotta make it really easy for me. Like, he, he, he always comes back from Emerald City Comic Con all on fire about comic books, and that lasts for about a week and a half, and then he doesn't buy any more. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> it's, it's a once a year thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or once every other year, depending. It's like me every time I decide I'm gonna, like, exercise regularly. But, like... That goes on for about ten minutes. I'm like, well, this this is really hard. I don't want to do this anymore. But hey, you have a comic book collection now. That's true. I do. That's all I'm saying. But I do. I do that. So you're not a leader, is what you're saying. You're a follower, mostly. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the shit. Okay, so open it up. We're going to talk about Marvel first, and uh, Captain Marvel first, actually. Again, um, with the Marvel news this week, Marvel's been all up in our business lately. Like, yeah, yeah. Last last episode, I think, was pretty Marvel-heavy. Yeah, last episode was pretty Marvel-heavy, yeah. too. Um, so no change of pace here. We got Captain Marvel first. Um, so the Captain Marvel movie starring Brie Larson as the titular Captain Marvel. Uh, yes, I just put that all together. You can let it digest for a second. You said um, titular. Yeah. Uh, and Brie Larson in the same sentence. You're welcome. Anyway, um, Captain Marvel has Brie Larson cast as, uh, of course, the hero Captain Marvel. Carol um, Danvers. Carol Danvers. And now she's got a director, so uh, that's exciting. Unfortunately, though, I, I do not know really this director at all. And when I read the things that she did, I was like, well, I, I, I've heard those words before. Anna Bowden. Yeah. So uh, Anna Bowden's going to be directing Captain Marvel, which is another kind of interesting thing. We've got, we've oh, got a... Sorry, I, I didn't really bury the lead there, did I? No, it's fine. We don't, we don't need to. It wasn't... Um, I don't think we were keeping it secret. I mean, any more than they It's not really our news, I guess. Yeah, no. Um, but anyway, that's kind of another cool, like, uh, uh, you know, from the feminist angle, we've got a female, the first female, uh, starring 
Marvel movie uh, helmed by, uh, I think this might be the first female director, actually, for Marvel. You might be right. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Not positive, but I think so. Um, of course, they're they're you know trying to get ahead of what or trying to at least get out there with Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman's doing the same thing for DC. Um, we've got uh, DC's first Wonder or, uh, uh, female lead, and then of course their first uh, female um, director, I think. So kind of cool. Uh, Anna Budden, looking forward I, to it. Hopefully, it's she's kind good. of a funny story. Is the one that I've heard of, but I haven't seen. Like it's it's really like yeah, she's got a really obscure. Yeah. I don't know. They're not quite obscure because I'd heard I'd heard of a couple of them, but it's like not the type of movies that I typically watch. So, uh, yeah. Did you know that Anna, uh, Amanda Tapping is is directing uh, uh, I, a TV series now? Like, I didn't know. Like on the regular, I mean, uh, she's, she's directed done four adult. episodes of it so far. Which one? Uh, something or other X. It's like a World War Two hmm. uh, era t- television series thing. Yeah, I was I was of course in my office at work today watching Stargate while I was getting some stuff done. Mm-hmm. And, and so, like, I need to IMDb her. See what she's yeah, doing. just yeah. because I hadn't seen what she's been doing lately, and she's fucking directing. Anyway, completely off topic, but we're talking about chick directors, and like, yeah, because her IMDb profile pic is now like a picture of her like looking into a camera, yeah, like setting up a shot and shit. So that doesn't actually shock me. I think she directed a lot. Um, like, she's been in a lot of shows, and she's always kind of, or not always, but at least since Stargate, I remember she directed a lot of those. I think, and then uh, once she got into the other show, Sanctuary, maybe, yeah. And I think she directed a lot of episodes of Atlantis as well, but I'm not positive about that. Did she that. direct Atlantis? I think she might have. I'm not positive. I'll look that up. Yeah. Um, if you ever want to see Amanda Tapping, um, or specifically uh, Colonel Samantha Carter, uh, in a really low-cut revealing outfit, uh, you should watch the season 10 episode, The Road Not Taken. Because <laughs> um, holy fucking shit, she's gorgeous in that. Anyway. Yeah. That's... Um, that's my start. My Stargate news for the day. Yeah, <laughs> moving on because we're we're still talking about Marvel. Um, yeah, Cloak and Dagger. Uh, so we talked a little bit about this. There was a rumor that they were going to be doing a Cloak and Dagger uh, TV show. At the time, I don't think we knew where or who was going to be making it. It wasn't going to be a Netflix thing. Turns out it's on a channel called Freeform. Used to be ABC Family. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I was going to say I've heard of this and I don't know why. Um, but apparently <laughs> if, that's why. If you've ever turned your TV on and it's been a Harry Potter weekend, you're watching Freeform. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at this point they're pretty much all Harry Potter weekends. Um, anyway, the trailer came out. Did you watch that yet? I did. Did you like it? What do you think? It looks interesting. Um, yeah. I, what exactly is Cloak and Dagger? I've not even heard of this. There are a couple of Marvel superheroes that nobody else has heard of either. Oh, good, good, good. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy before that movie came out. I mean, no, people had heard of the Guardians before. It's just that that comic book sucked. Right. (laughs) They're they're relatively obscure, all things considered. Um, I can't remember which power sets, who who has which. Um, Cloak. Uh, Cloak. I think he teleports. Yeah, he... Something like that. Something. I don't don't remember. Dagger does something... With something. Light, I want to say. Or other... Yeah. Stabs people. I think they're inhumans. I don't know. I'm not Probably. positive. They could I think be. They are. But um, anyway, <clears throat> there's also this sort of like uh, uh, Starcraft lovers sort of backstory with them because Cloak, um, whose name I can't really remember other than his 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 code name, is a black kid, and uh, Dagger is, as it turns out, a white girl, and they're both you know teenagers and stuff like that from oh, man. the Midwest or whatever. And they're not really from the Midwest because it's Marvel, so everybody's from New York. But apparently, they're still uh, like it looks like at least from this trailer, they're still going to be playing that angle like of the whole. You know, she's from the this side of the tracks and he's from that side of the tracks type of thing yeah uh, although in this case it seemed a little bit more like um it wasn't so much that uh 
where I think in the comics, especially in the early days of Cloak and Dagger, like the the interracial relationship thing was a bigger deal. I think this mm-hmm. one is more he's like into gang shit than or something seems like that. Like he's he's gotten he's gotten on the wrong side of the law. Yeah, I know his mom. He was in like one of the lines of dialogue in there was actually thought was really well written. Was he was like you're afraid that if I don't do everything right, you'll lose me. And his mom was like, no, I'm afraid that I'll lose you even if you do everything right. Yeah, kind of a thing which. Mm. Uh, it was a good good piece of parent dialogue to, to throw in there. Yeah, so, um, I don't know. This overall. is filmed in Louisiana, so yeah. I don't know where it's oh. supposed to be set, but it's it's being yeah. filmed in Louisiana. That's so. interesting. I wonder if they're going to merge with uh, with True Blood then. You know, probably not. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm thinking not. Sad because no, I don't think True Blood is a, a Marvel property. The second season, the fairies come in and it's all downhill. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. So yeah, Cloak and Dagger. I watched it. It's a little CW for me um, yeah freeform but i mean it's freeform so i kind of you know it's it's abc family ABC they, family they slash like freeform they've they've always kind of had a, a, a slight uh religious bent to them so i'm interested to see where they're gonna go with this particular show and and how dark comic booky it it because cloak and dagger is one of those things that almost could have been a netflix deal with the with the amount of dark that it is capable when of. I first heard that, I kind of thought it was going to be honestly, um, and then they they just obviously didn't do that. So, uh, ooh, uh. yeah. Did, uh, did you drain the rest of that shot? I did. The rest of that finger? Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to tell you. There you go. That's how fast I hit him. Now we're we've got nothing but. Uh, All right. The rest uh, of the podcast is downhill, folks. Turn gar- it off now. Please, <laughs> we've, we've got nothing but Matt's impression of Garmin's impression of Al Pacino. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know like two lines of dialogue that I can actually deliver. Yeah. Um, is there something about having a great ass? <laughs> got a great ass. Uh, yeah, evidently. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Yeah. That. There you go. Fuck off, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not Pacino at all, but yeah, that's nope. perfect. That's that's, that's, that's my... just my Pat Stew impression. Mm-hmm. You know, I honestly think that that uh, that might be my favorite line of Patrick Stewart dialogue in anything ever. I, I don't know. Did, did you edit our show last week, by the way? Uh, no. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> Dude, I barely edited ours. I, I kind of forgot until, like, uh, well, I was gone. I was out of town for a, a, a convention thingy. And then I came back and I was like, well, you know what? I don't think I put the show up before I left. I should probably get on that shit. I wondered. I hadn't really heard from you that much this week. Yeah, and then I got to, uh, we got to talk about this, like, after the actual podcast. This is boring as shit for anybody that's actually listening. But got to figure out how the feed and stuff's like, like that's going to work, so. Hey, uh, people might actually be interested in some of this stuff, all right? They might yeah. want to know who we are as people. Yeah, welcome to the Whatever We Show. We're going to teach you how uh-huh. to make a podcast in complete and boring detail. Um, the first thing you have to do is set up your ISS, our, our iTunes RSS feed, and for that, you're going to need a feed validator. The feed validator is entirely intriguing because it will make sure that you're using the XML 2.0 spec instead of the XML 1. Yeah, see? Everybody died. Dude, Everybody you better throw this on the show notes, all People right? are slitting their you, wrists you right know, now. You know what bothers me, though, is that, like, why, why is iTunes the only one that's trying to enforce xml 2.0 like why is so much shit like still 1.0 i i don't know i just made that up i mean i it, it could be that they are, they are saying xml 2.0 but i uh, i'm not really honestly no. sure at this it, point it sounded good I i'm mean, just yeah. gonna say xml 1.0 is completely dated I mean, and don't, i don't know don't why it's wrong. still standard <laughs> i did have to do the whole feed validator shit with ours and, and make sure it's all you know up to itunes spec and whatever but uh yeah i don't remember what which exactly it was so whatever yeah you did get a little technical for a minute i wasn't sure if we were making a podcast or like you know recalibrating the dilithium chamber on a warp core <laughs> that's the next episode yeah i'll, I'll take um, 
just think if you if you pay attention folks you can have just as professional podcast as we have right here yeah Bry- bryce and i yeah. bryce and i are going to talk about calibrating dilithium chambers at some point yeah uh-huh. i mean yeah, as soon it, as it gets edited apparently well, <laughs> well for, not for that, that for that i have to reverse the tachyon flow i mean that, that's the only option <laughs> obviously yeah <laughs> um back to marvel the, man this is going to be a clusterfuck <laughs> it um, usually is when bryce is here but that's hey tangents fine. tangents is where this you know the beauty lies so cloak and dagger my first thought in case anybody was wondering, is they're just going to have beautiful mulatto children? Yeah, yeah there you go. Mulatto. Mul- can we say on. that now? Yeah, I don't that's know. A, that's a fair word. I guess it's it? a more accepted nomenclature than quadroon, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's 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 I, like two I more generations down the line. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know with you people. It'll take a while to get to quadroon. <laughs> we stole that from Archer, by the way. We're not actually racist. Yeah, or at least yeah, no more seasons, than Archer. Yeah. No more than no more no more than Archer at all. Yeah. Yeah. And he bangs Lana, so come Archer's on. Archer's not racist. Yeah, come on. No, you know, like... Uh, that, that, that's, <laughs> that's the worst defense ever. Dude, he's not racist. He banged a black chick. That's fine. No, that's... It's totally. That, that's sounds, like I know a black sounds, guy. So, <laughs> yeah, that is, that, is, that is like one step up the ladder from I know a black guy, which is already at the bottom of the barrel. So. Did we talk about that last week on the show? I, I'm pretty sure we did. Um, we were actually lamenting how oh, stupid it sounds. We forgot our Trump watch. We did. We did. He's not at Mar-a-Lago. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty Son sure a there's a search team out, out now. <laughs> yeah, when, when I mean, he, I have to imagine he walks into the White House mm-hmm. and somebody has to lead him by the hand because he doesn't know where any of the rooms are. He's been there for 14 weeks or something like that, or he's been a yeah. president for 14 weeks, and he probably still does not know. Like he's like, hey, uh, which way to the, the what the what's the round one that you know, like the the flat circle one? It's not quite Take round. me yeah. to yeah. President Kushner's office now. Because it? it's not President Bannon anymore, because Bannon's just, apparently been sidelined. They just follow the sound of yelling. In favor of his son-in-law, who also knows dick about politics. It, it is, it is, uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, so not at the Mar-a-Lago, probably, pre- presumably somewhere in the White House? I would presume golfing, actually. Could El- be. He only Outside golfs at Mar-a-Lago. Really? Yeah. Really? He's golfed like 25 times at Mar-a-Lago? What, yeah, Every 14 weeks. Okay. I mean, right. mostly. Oh, yeah. yeah, because this is another thing, another show that I really like listening to. It's a political-based show um, hosted by former speechwriters uh, in the Obama administration and some other guys involved oh, in that. Oh, I heard of this one, yeah. Pod Save America. Um, they were talking about this, and uh, there was a pundit, and they, they did a segment. It was kind of funny. They were talking, th- this one pundit who I cannot remember his name, but um, he was going on about how this isn't a waste of taxpayer money because it's Trump's own golf course. Like, it's way better than when Obama did it because did Obama own the golf course or did he have to pay? You know, it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know if you know this, but um, it, it, we didn't pay for Obama's, you know, golf membership, you know, membership or anything like like he paid for that. We we have to pay the same amount, except for uh, Trump's done it like uh, forty times more or, or something like that. So anyway, yeah, no, he's not at Mar-a-Lago. I'm pretty sure. So here's the deal. Um, I I've figured out a pattern now, and so I know that when he's getting ready to board Air Force One and fly to Mar-a-Lago, we're probably also simultaneously either dropping a bomb or launching missiles at somebody else. Yeah. He probably is like he just tweeted from uh, on his way to the plane. He's like, uh, "Take that fucking North Korea," uh, and he yeah. was like, "On onto the plane and off uh, with his uh, his his bag." Uh, North Korea, what a bunch of chodes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what a bunch it seems of, like we're trying to one up them lately. What a bunch of losers. Yeah, we. Yeah. I here's the thing. I'm I'm gonna give, and I think we've mentioned this before, but I'm giving Kim Jong Un the edge on hand size over Trump. <laughs> <laughs> 
this huge hands supreme leader Let's maybe ass too because that's a chubby little fuck oh yeah no that's... he's got he's got back baby yeah. got back i'm telling you <laughs> that is a chubby little fuck my do, anaconda do you... don't want none unless you got buns on and kim jong-un has got buns yeah i actually and I... more chins than china town <laughs> do, do... is that is that racist yes yes oh. yes <laughs> yes oh. clearly Unequivocally, uh, I, I'm sticking by my guns on that one. If Weird Al said it, it's not racist. Okay, that's you know I, I like the Weird Al argu- argument actually. I, that, I can I can side I can with get that. on board with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I don't know. Do you think I I have to assume Kim Jong Un comes downstairs every morning and he you know has to talk to his you know whatever his his assistant or something like that and he kind of lifts his little his, his coattails and he's like does my ass look big or something like that and then they have to tell him no no supreme leader uh uh pants have just gotten very much smaller it's it, fashionable it took you know? like 20 assistants though before we got one that would actually be a yes man yeah like, he's killed the rest if you if you went, if <laughs> there's you, a line of bodies sitting next to him that have all said no yeah i feel like if kim jong-un was like in a funhouse mirror that makes you like a little bit shorter and just kind of squishes your proportions that he would look like exactly like the asian penguin he already kind of looks like he's in a funhouse mirror honestly <laughs> yeah no 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 just a little bit more though a little bit more and he'd be yeah you get him a top hat and a cane and you're just like there you go i mm-hmm. see it i see it yeah i don't know what the korean for cobblepot is but yeah <laughs> Uh, hold on, let me it's bust win. up my dictionary. It's win. win. That yeah. that's Vietnamese. You're I know. Racist. <laughs> it's a win-win situation. Oh, I man. like how I like how we've been like ten times more racist, and Eddie says one thing, <laughs> and like, like you're like, <laughs> "Fuck you." <laughs> that's wrong. Yeah, that I mean, is disrespectful. Wrong. You son of a bitch. Does anybody <laughs> want to know the fun fact of why so many Vietnamese people are named Win? I, I do, but I, are we going to be depressed by it? No, Probably. not at all. Okay. Not at all. It's all just right. it was the tradition in Vietnam to uh change your last name when a new royal family was in in the house as it were and the last king prior to all this like revolution shit uh was named when so gotcha mm-hmm. so they're just all posers yeah oh no they're, they're all yeah they're all so the vietnamese really have no basis or structure for surnames at this point uh well it, like, it started as of the, the the last time there was a king right like we don't either mm-hmm. but no, no, like a lot of us can trace back like obviously yeah no i'm going way back in the um yeah long strong family history of of being named after a shitty job Mm. wang smith yeah i have a strong history of being (laughs) named after a season that's been around for fucking ever so yeah i don't mine's german yeah yeah all right so testin was probably the name of some kind of gas or something that was used to 20 minutes oh, in bratwurst perhaps we got through two two items in the show notes 10 minutes per not bad oh that, yeah we're solid. doing good we're doing fine we're doing and right. how many beers okay this, and to be fair the, this the, counts for like four beers right there the last two in this section are are basically one because uh, i'm gonna segue from one to the other but there's fucking three dipshit yeah i know okay well how much time are we gonna spend on the on the, on the fact that somebody's not gonna be in something Okay, well, I think when how I say the name... How much time are going to spend arguing about how much time we're going to spend on certain items <laughs> in the show? Right. When I say the name, at least we're going to have to talk Bryce down from the ledge, okay? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. The thing is, uh, I, we have here a report that uh, there's not going to be any Claire Temple appearances from The Punisher. Claire Temple as portrayed by Rosario, Rosario Dawson. Dawson. Now, mm. Bryce, are you feeling okay? So, I'm not, and let me tell you why. Because, because... Told you. Because... <laughs> I, I know, I know that if I wanted more Rosario Dawson, then I could just watch clips of her dancing from the famous I, movie I, Clerks 2. However, the stupid director Kevin Smith didn't know that you shoot a dancer 
full body frame. He shot it from the waist up, so I didn't get to see that booty jiggling like I wanted. So to. here's the thing: disappointed. I'm just gonna make a gif out of that rooftop dance scene. Fair. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I mean, I might give it to you guys at some point. Okay, guys, I just uh, want to cover the bases. You don't I think we've that, alienated yeah. most minorities at this point. Certainly the proud Vietnamese people. And I think we're moving on to any hey, sort of how feminist. How proud thing. is somebody hey. that eats dog on the regular? Hey. I, I'm just saying. I put out a fun yeah, cultural fact the Vietnamese about Vietnamese are not. people. Okay, that's right. You kind of want right. us back a little bit. That but most, then that Matt most shifted it right back know. in the other direction when he said they all eat dog. Um, pretty sure that's <laughs> yeah, culturally that's the Koreans. What are you talking about? Vietnamese do it too. I mean, the North yeah. Koreans at this point are probably eating whatever they can get their hands on because there's no other food. Uh, oh, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah at least yeah. they're not like the Russians during the height of Marxism. I'm honestly surprised with the them. amount of inappropriate comments that have been made thus far that there's just not like a slew of red markers across the, uh, I the just, screen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to red marker when we get done. And I'm just going to throw this whole part out. <laughs> like, oh, this is, this is a segue. You can't throw this out. There's, yeah. There's integral information inside of this. Dude, the two people that listen to our podcast are not going to be offended, I promise. No. So, no no Rosario Dawson and Punisher, no Claire Temple, which is going to feel really weird for me, actually, because Netflix shows without uh, uh, Claire Temple. I mean, even Iron Fist had it, and that was the only thing that made it feel like a Netflix show to me. Was No, that is going to be weird, like, yeah. completely. Because yeah. literally she's been in every other show. I don't know why. Uh, you know, they've already got, like, I think we've already seen Claire and, and, and uh, what's-his-face on screen together? Uh, Frank Castle? Yeah, yeah we have. Definitely. So mm-hmm. it's kind of strange that they're not going to go in there. I wonder if it's just like a pure scheduling contractual kind of thing or if uh, they're doing something with the story where it really doesn't make sense. Because like she, you know, Iron Fist started in New York, but if the Punisher's off somewhere else, it's not really going to make sense that Rosario's like, oh, you're in the Caribbean? So am I. What a coincidence. You know, like that's so funny. It very well could be um, contractual and or scheduling because I think the Punisher was one of those things that just kind of like evolved naturally out of out of daredevil season two i don't think that was really the plan to do a punisher series ever no, i'm pretty sure it wasn't no it was, it was just like, so fucking spot on yeah, yeah it was really seriously good. that was an amazing mm-hmm. performance and portrayal of this character let's make more no, of those no, i've also I... i've also heard that rosario dawson um hated the character of shane from the walking dead so maybe maybe she i didn't hear that i'm just oh. <laughs> making <laughs> stuff up no i mean and every I'm just time an the- idiot, but but like every time I'm watching a Netflix show that I you know hadn't watched or heard about, I'm always like kind of surprised when I see her for the first time. I'm just like, oh hey, I didn't know she was in the. Oh wait, it's the same. Ah fuck. I am a little, especially in Iron Fist. When I, if she showed up in Iron Fist a little bit, I was like, uh, I sort of like breathe a sigh of relief because that show still kind of grates on me. Um, but also because I wasn't really expecting her at all. She didn't really show up the way that she does in the other shows, I think. I'm going to say on the Iron Fist thing, I fully enjoyed six out of 13 episodes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really hated the last episode, though. Like, the way they ended that was... I did not like most of it. It was completely stupid, the way they ended it. So, um, And, and I won't go into more detail, because Bryce hasn't watched that one yet. Mm, yep, true. Uh, and according to the quote in, in your actual show note link uh it looks like it probably is a scheduling conflict no well that mystery See, solved i didn't See, read the article so i i put it in there and i don't know yeah, that i read it yeah good i job. skimmed, good job, guys. I skimmed. <laughs> good job look at who's fucking carrying the show right now thank um, you Bryce. yeah yeah, 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 Bryce. yeah speaking of that i would i do want to give a a, a a relatively healthy shout out to eddie because um i actually found something that was like oh this is interesting we should talk about that on the show this week and i went to the show notes for the first time this week <laughs> and realized that we had an entire week's worth of notes in there already so good job eddie yeah 
And if the show sucks because we talked about boring things, it's not my fault. Uh, he was on a road reasons. trip, though, apparently, so that's why he had all this time to come up with show notes. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Fox announces release dates for the next three X-Men franchise movies. X-Franchise movies. I don't know. X-People? Um, so, Matt, you got this in here. Tell me about that. Um, the actual dates themselves are not significant. What's significant is that they're all uh, next year. <laughs> what? What? Okay, that's significant, actually. The drop of three loads mutants, next year. Uh, Deadpool 2, and then uh, the X-Men, Ooh. the seventh that movie in the X-Men franchise, which has been dubbed uh, Dark Phoenix. So, all of them next year. That is a bold play. Dark Phoenix. Uh, especially because they've already, you know, fucked the dog so hard on that story. Yeah, so. I know. that's I Like, it should be called Dark Phoenix 2, the apology. Yeah. But, <laughs> we'll see. Dark, Dark Phoenix 2, please buy tickets. We promise it's not going to be as bad as the first one. Um, and then, uh, I forget her name, but... Uh, Famke Jensen? Nope. Damn. The the one who's Jean Grey now. Oh, oh what the- uh, Liz Turner. Uh, yeah, I think she's confirmed back. Nice. She, I think... Well, they set that up a lot in uh, in Apocalypse. They were they were giving her the whole, um, you know, Dark Phoenix treatment. So, I was hoping that that was going to be a thing that was going to happen, but I didn't think that they would go that direction because... Um, yeah, like I said, they screwed the pooch so hard on that one um, that I didn't think that they would actually do it. But cool, I'm yeah. on board. Yeah, I mean they, they retconned things, so it doesn't matter how hard they screwed the pooch the first time around. I, I, I mean, I maybe mean. they opened the movie with Jean Grey just like literally like mind fucking us all into believing that that never happened. In which case, I would just thank them, and I would be happy about that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah sign on. Um. And and that's actually the, the next link in our show notes too. Uh, X Men Seven has been titled Dark Phoenix. Yes. Mm. Oh, I yeah. Gotta tell you, yeah. And I'm I'm curious whether Deadpool Two is actually going to stay Deadpool Two or whether or not it's going to be Deadpool given some kind of clever title. Boogaloo. Uh, that would be. I mean, I think they've already like thrown that out there. But <laughs> it's probably uh, Deadpool Two. Um, Sorry, it's not Kira Knightley. Uh, um, so, ooh. in case anybody is wondering oh, wow. about the dates, um, it's New Mutants in April of 2018, so a year from now. Uh, Deadpool 2 will be in June, and <clears throat> which, man, they did so good in February. I don't know why they would fuck that up, but probably just they didn't start well, filming I, I, in time. I think at this time, it, this time it may be because February they placed because they didn't think that it would support a, a strong summer, summer opening, release. especially yeah. R-rated. Um, and now I think they don't have to worry about that. Obviously, Logan did really well, um, and uh, in, in a pretty decent spot, I think mid March. As long as Marvel and, doesn't uh, try to fuck them by releasing, you know, by the, pushing back the the release date for it to Infinity War. I was like, just going to say now day, all of like, a sudden Infinity uh, War comes out the same weekend. Yeah, um, and and Marvel just sends them a giant middle finger. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I think it'll be fine. And Dark Phoenix uh, is November, so. Which is also a pretty good spot for that movie, I think, because, um, you know, you, you don't want to get in the way of Star Wars. Um, episode 8 oh, coming out clearly this year. No, mm, no just yeah, clearly. Stay, I mean, you might as well just stay the fuck out of December because uh, you, you, you've got no hope there. Yeah, and if, if you're yeah, Quentin Well, that's, that's December of 18, so that would be probably, if they stick with the December oh, stuff, it would be wrong, a Han Solo. Han, Han Solo, Solo movie. Oh, yeah. God, yes. Which even still... Even still, like I think, or as, as I'm already taken to to calling it the uh, Lando Calrissian movie. I'm already rock hard. Yeah, I'm already Han, rock Han hard. Soloer. I'm 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 guessing, and I'm, and this is just a a guess, but I'm guessing that uh, that Glover steals the fucking show. 
It wouldn't really shock me at all. He's kind so, of amazing. What, Dong Lover? You mean? Good old Dong Lover. Dong, dong Lover? <laughs> you, do you not know that? Are you? Jesus. Are no, you no. now trying to alienate Donald Glover? No, Cause... no, 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 no. That's that's literally like... Because that's how you alienate Donald Glover. <laughs> that's his thing that he says about himself. Oh, yeah, because I was say, there's Don, no way he has Don not Glover, heard that. Don Glover. I think he I, said it took him until high school until he figured out he, his name was Dong Lover. <laughs> I must have missed his AMA. I'm <laughs> sorry. It. It's like his production company, I think, is Don, Dong Lover Productions or something. That's amazing, actually. I, I, it's I, a did, real ballsy maneuver. Yeah. Speaking yeah, of AMAs... Uh, Eddie posted this in in one of our Facebook chats. Have you seen the um the tweet from CM Punk explaining why he refuses to do an AMA? No, I've not. It, it he says it's entirely based on the fact that he knows Dave Bautista's dick size and refuses to answer that question. You know, you could do an AMAA. Yeah. <laughs> He'll ask me almost anything except for about Dave Bautista's dick. <laughs> Just, that, that's it. Like I'll tell you how big mine is, but Bautista's off the table. I I, I thought that was. Hilarious and yeah. and because you don't CM want Punk. it on the table, it would take up the whole table. Apparently. Yeah. What do you think he's Liam Neeson? Batista's dick is so big. <laughs> Jesus. How big is it? Uh, oh, well, see, we hey. just missed the segue because we were talking about I know Donald and, Glover and, and the Han, Han, Han know, Solo movie. I know, and then and then we started talking about Dave Batista's dick. Yeah. So anyway, Dave Batista's dick on to Star Wars. Um, I don't know how that works, but here we are. I think it works beautifully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got never before seen Star Wars A New Hope footage, what? which includes an extended Leia scene and an uncensored yeah. F-bomb. Um, it's extended and slightly altered, like it's different. It's, it it's definitely is, a different take. Yeah, these are um, both, I mean, they're both essentially outtakes. Uh, the, the Leia scene is like a different take on a scene you're going to be immediately familiar with. And the F-bomb is actually surprisingly not Carrie Fisher. It is uh, no. one of the... Gold leader. Go, it's gold leader. Yeah, gold leader... Uh, um, gets a little pissed off when he forgets his line. When he flubs a line. Oh, yeah. fuck. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Um, um, so, yeah. The the Carrie Fisher scene is... Um, I know everybody's really excited because we have new Carrie Fisher footage. Um, You know, and and I get it. She's not with us anymore, and people are, like, grasping to, to anything, especially um, 1977 Carrie, who was sweet and pristine. As far as we know. Sans Coke Nail. As far as we know. Sans Coke Nail in this one, at least. Um, But uh, fucking Cushing killed it in that outtake. Oh, man. Like, he was really good. (laughs) I mean, Peter Cushing is... is, I mean, he's one of the greats for good reason. I I would say his performance there was even better than in Rogue One. Well, I'm just... No, no, totally, totally. He he totally killed Rogue One. It I don't was, know. It his was... his uh, something about uh, his performance in Rogue One came off as a little false to me, like yeah. a little like oh. uh, I don't know, just uh, didn't I'm... seem like he really put a put his full soul into that. Was, was there yeah. a bit of un- an uncanny valley? Do you feel like? Yeah, might yeah. one might say one might say he fell down in uncanny valley. Um, so yeah, that's it. Uh, go check it out. It's, we got it, a link in there. It's a fun piece of footage. Um, yeah. Check it out if you're a Star Wars fan. You'll like it regardless. Um, and it is interesting to to see somebody in an X-wing uniform, like in a, in a pilot uniform, say say the word "fuck" because <laughs> traditionally Star Wars is you know a family friendly venue. Yeah, it's funny too that Star Wars has no curse words apparently, uh, because you you know they would have to be like you're you're getting shot at by lasers in space. You think nobody's up there like "fuck this, this is bullshit." Especially Rogue One. Yeah. Like son of a bitch, I'm gonna die. And they all die. Yeah, they all. Oh, spoiler alert. Uh, they all die. Yeah, sorry. I mean, I played a lot of Battlefront. And if anything, what do you mean be... we can't get the sh- fuck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they uh, definitely like 
Um, I played Battlefront, so I know for sure that it, there would be several people up there like pissed off because Vader's OP. Like, have, have um, we talked? Have we talked about like Nerf Nerf Vader about yeah. the uh, the mm-hmm. Tudic interview on the Nerdist where he he talks about the improvised line that made it into the movie? Um, we haven't talked specifically about that line. We did briefly mention that we both liked that episode, and I think we gave another anecdote. But sure, why not? Let's let's so, talk, let's just we'll do. I'll be Tudic, and you can be Hardwick, and then we'll just do the whole episode. I think. Yeah, let's. let's yeah, just, no, play it through for me because I've yeah. not, I've not I've not listened to no. it. Yeah, let's. <laughs> no, that's 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 funny though because um when I don't know one of those Kevin Smith books is on my shelf when it first came out, it's yeah. just transcripts from like the the first the podcast. fifty episodes of Smodcast or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When that came out they started opening it up on stage during the podcast and like Mosher would do Kevin's lines and Kevin would do Mosher's lines. <laughs> anyway, no, the two dick thing, um, the, the line where he smacks, uh, uh, Cassian, uh, yeah. Cassian. His, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, when he smacks him and it says, there's, yeah. there's a fresh one for you. If you get out of line, like, <laughs> totally not on the script like that was just Tudyk. actually um that, that was one of the big things i took away from that the whole thing is like Tudyk hasn't been super successful um following firefly it wasn't uh he got a big big rub from con man actually and, and you know basically a big confidence rub from con man like he he uh came out of that feeling like uh you know i'm just gonna go and i'm gonna try to contribute and if they don't like it it's fine and if they do like it then i'll feel like i did my level best at least um, whereas before, I think he was kind of feeling a little outside of his own skin, kind of. Honestly, I've been a fan of Tudyk since he was I mean, a pirate. So have I. So have I. So have lots of people. I, I think a lot of people have. Steve the pirate. But like Steve the pirate. Yeah, not yeah. Sam. We don't have a pirate on our team. What are you talking about? <laughs> what the? <laughs> what what pirate? That's silly. Yeah, um, yeah the girls like a pirate. Steve the pirate. <laughs> But that that was a particularly good episode, I thought, because it kind of he was talking about that those types of things specifically, where he would just do lines and, and some like quite a lot of the stuff that that uh, K two says has uh, either a two dick spin on it or some of them are just you know flat out improvisation, uh, yeah. like like the uh, oh, there's a fresh one where that came from. You know, well, like, and <laughs> he's not that he's been like unsuccessful. It's just that the majority of his work has been uh, voice work and. Well, I mean, like, he I was talking about Disney, things. and he's like, "Apparently, Disney thinks I'm cool because I've been in their last five movies." Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's so. he's definitely got some Disney juice going for him right now. Um, oh, but, yeah, I feel like he's put in a ton of work. Like, he's been in a lot of movies. Like, oh, he has. Like that. That's a that's the thing with Tudyk. Like, he's not a, a conventional star in the way that, um, you know, like a Tom Cruise or something like that. Like a, a A list mm-hmm. is probably going to carry a whole you know blockbuster movie, um, but he's been in so many things and he's been so good in all of those things that i think uh he's immediately recognizable at this point oh yeah and if not immediately recognizable you'll probably recognize his voice work if nothing else so yeah mm-hmm. um and then brown cuts come on brown cuts are supporting that guy's career like nobody's business so yeah brown cuts for sure and then like wreck it ralph was obviously huge people love that movie and he's yeah. king candy so yeah all right which garmin was so- pissed about <laughs> he stole my bit that motherfucker yeah um, yeah uh but yeah that's funny um all right so let's talk some other stuff so i guess this is the part where matt if you want you can go pour me and bryce beers because we're gonna talk about the wheel of time I pour oh. you bitches beers oh, 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 oh then be prepared to shut the fuck <laughs> up okay so i got some good news uh. bad news here thing for you uh bryce i don't know how much of a nerd you are into the wheel of time thing obviously mm-hmm. you've read the books and you yep. liked them in, at least for the most part to be fair i've read uh, like 12 of them which is that yeah, yeah. 
there, there's 14 i think so my, yeah my, my issue is i feel like i have to reread the entire series in order to read the end oh and and yeah. that's that's a bit of a project are these, are these the, the robert jordan books yes yeah and, and he didn't finish them Brandon right and sanderson yeah yeah that's so robert jordan died, died. See, i knew i knew yeah, yeah. he died in probably the most if you're like a really following this i mean there's a lot of tragedy and death and blah 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 but uh let's just face it i want the books um he died right on the eve of like writing the final book so like he he had said you know there's one book left and mm. then he died like right after that so what ended up actually happening is uh his widow uh and helped pick a different writer to finish the series that writer is brandon sanderson another very hugely popular writer in this space um has 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 started his he's actually probably one of the most prolific writers too like uh one of the nice contrasting things to other big writers like my favorite uh patrick rothfuss who's put out two books in 10 years yeah hey hey yeah there's a novella in there too yeah and a novella uh brandon sanderson like sneezes hey, and just, there's, a, there's a manuscript you know? i just <laughs> i just i just want to put this out there i i strongly support the uh lgbt community uh but that was the gayest fucking thing i've ever seen <laughs> uh yeah um <laughs> what the fact that we high-fived over patrick rothfuss a <laughs> little bit a little bit i met him got a signature on a book yeah dude really yeah, okay yeah. now i'm super jealous uh-huh. i listened to like every episode of his podcast this last month but you you um, should ask bryce what his dick tastes like because <laughs> i won't have to later if this conversation keeps moving the way it is right now he might still have it on his chin that's yeah. all i'm saying um <clears throat> So it tastes like man mothers. You won't get that joke because you haven't read the books. Dude, I told you I wouldn't be quiet through this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's all right. That's what I usually do. You're playing my role now. Yeah. So we get the, the role of Bryce will be uh, Matt. <laughs> we got this wheel of time thing though. Oh, yeah. we got to actually oh, talk talking about, about this. Let's jump we, back we to got that. to. We got Let's to jump back to that. Yeah. So the wheel of time thing is this: we've got a showrunner announced and a production studio for the TDB adaptation of the show. Mm. And so you hear that and you think, oh my god, that's amazing. Uh, the bad news is Red Eagle Production Company is involved, uh, which has been pretty at odds with Harriet Dougal, I believe is her real name, mm. and she is uh, uh, Jordan's widow. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also, she, you know, like many other famous book authors and shit like that, she's been a very vocal editor and helper in, in producing his stuff. Um, so that's, that's bad. And secondarily, I believe Red Eagle, uh, have you seen the pilot? There is actually a years old pilot now. Well, yeah, from for... what, from what I heard, what, what they, they redid the first scene of the book, which is essentially Luz Theron Telemann. Yeah. 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 So, and, and the whole creation of Dragon Mountain, all that kind of stuff. Right. But it's right. kind of terrible is the thing. Yeah. And I think Red Eagle was involved well, I heard, in that as well. I heard the re the entire reason that they put that together was not even to try and sell a show, but it was to retain some sort of copyright. Yes, uh, just like the Fantastic right. Four uh, movie that uh, Fox put yeah, together the, the bullshit, in '91 you mean or whatever. All the ones that they put, well, put together. <laughs> I mean, I think a few of those were actually serious attempts at <laughs> making a movie. But... We retain retain this property. We keep retaining it, no matter how shitty it is. Yeah, it's, at um, this point, it hasn't made us any money, and we've probably lost millions. But uh, we need it. If we you guys are real lucky, this will go the direction of either The Legend of the Seeker. No, don't say that. Or the Shannara MTV series. Hmm. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. The thing is, right now there's a gigantic precedent for large-scale fantasy being done on the TV screen. So I feel like if there's any time at all for this to get done, it's now. Uh, Yeah, see, that's the scary thing about this particular property being adapted. What's the gigantic precedent? Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Little show. show Game Game of Thrones has led to a lot of different properties. Kingkiller Chronicles is being optioned. I can guarantee... I just mentioned, though... 
Legend of the Seeker, which uh-huh. is uh fucking um wizard and uh wizard's, wizard's first, first rule, rule. Um, right? Whole... And, and a really shitty adaptation thereof, which wasn't great source material to begin with. Mm-hmm. Well, it's fucking like those books are eight years long, and they don't really tell that big of a story so well they, they tell a fine story except for the fact that there's a, a good 300 pages in the middle where um uh the fucking good kind decides he's going to get up there and get on his ayn rand uh rant uh about objectivism oh and right shit like when that. i stopped reading those yeah I, it's, I it's like not three it's, of them. it's it's um probably one of the most thinly veiled like it's like when supergirl like we've lamented many times about how supergirl like looks at the tv mm-hmm. and they're like oh, finally a superhero my girl can look up to girls are cool yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um it's it's literally like that bad of like uh, they just stop, and you can you can see actually where he's cut and pasted text from Atlas Shrugged and just stuck it right in there. Um, so yeah, pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so shitty so, adaptation so there, the time, and time. then and then MTV Shannara. So like one show has has been successful. <clears throat> so I'll, That's I'll all give I'm you. Saying. I'll give you this. I, I have pretty low expectations for this for a couple of different reasons. Number one is. It's a huge, it's a huge property to adapt. As much as Game of Thrones is amazing, yeah, it there's not nearly as much of a world built up in. And and, and I say that I know, like you guys are you don't think are, so? in. Um, yeah, I think there's just a lot more minutia in mm-hmm. Game of uh, in in uh, Wheel of Time. Oh yeah, yeah, that, okay. that's not going to fall quite go. I mean, there, there's uh, don't get me wrong. There's tons and tons of details like familial lines in game of thrones go back like seven generations and everybody's got names and you can't keep characters straight and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that with the wheel of time in some regard except for um it it really has to do with all the different elements of the world building and stuff like that like as as much as you think there's a lot of weird places in game of thrones there's something like 42 different locations that the books visit or, or, or something along the lines um secondarily there's 14 fucking full-length books uh, that, that comprise the whole saga. And don't get me wrong, large swaths of especially books like 8 through 11. Perrin. Yeah. Large swaths of Perrin can be cut out. <laughs> yeah, there, there are large swaths of books that can be cut out there. Um, but, I, I, I mean, you can't cut out, like, you're not going to cut five books of material is all I'm saying. Like, uh, And that's, that's kind of where it'd have to be to make a palatable full run of a TV show. So... Um, I don't it's not know. like you can just cut out Tom Bombadil and still tell the same story. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's rough because there's there's a lot of detail, a lot of minutia, and just the sheer length of the books is going to make it really hard to adapt to TV. I think that there um, are are ways though that they could essentially combine past and future portions and and sort of skip uh, ahead in the story I mean, in certain ways. There's ways. That's what but I'm saying. When like, the studio is at odds with the person who actually like retains ownership of the property then well here's what i'll say she's on board at this point which is which is something good here's what i'll say i I can picture a a show being made out of this that i really like or even love but it'd have to be done by somebody who's pretty incredible at the craft and that's hard to come by and i just don't have a lot of faith in that being the thing so it'll be tough which is which is unfortunate but um yeah you know i mean they they got they got the the novels finished up yeah, I, I want is... this to be good. I will say, like, like I really want this to be good. I, I think there's a lot of things that would be super great to see on screen. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing that's a big challenge with this, is that there are certainly parts of this that need large budget to work. 
Um, and, and they need large, you know, probably lots and lots of CGI just to get the scale of the world to feel right. Uh, um, in some places, like I'm, I'm thinking, you know, the first time they walk into big cities, the big gigantic magic battles that happen in multiple different places, the, you know, when they go to the waste, uh, uh, and they deal with mm-hmm. the whole Aiel and, and all of the shit that goes into that. Like yeah. there's, uh, just tons of places where they need big, bad, big budgets, great sets, you know, like if somebody took this like Game of Thrones level, it could be amazing. It's just that's ki- I kind of think like Game of Thrones might have caught lightning in a bottle a little bit, and it's not likely we're going to see anything in the fantasy genre that, that is that good for quite some time. No, that was kind of my point. Is I mean, there's <laughs> lots of stuff uh, that I would love to see done as a TV series, like the uh, uh, Chronicles of Thomas Covenant by Stephen R. Donaldson. Great fucking book series. There's like nine or ten of them, but I don't ever see it being realistically done just because of like you said the amount of detail in the books um that are actually important to the story it's hard to capture that in in a one hour weekly yeah episode and and have people retain it through the next week just adapting books in general is hard as shit to do Uh, um and hbo is probably not going to pick it up unless there's a samoan dude uh raping a small blonde girl in the in the first couple episodes I, hey, I hey. I, don't, I didn't read. I, I will say I kind of I mean, skimmed. Book I mean, it wasn't nine, really rape, I guess, but you know. Well, in the book, that's the in the thing, book. She's actually. like thirteen or something. Yeah. So I mean, that's statutory. No well, matter where you're looking. I, I mean, uh, I, what? Like you, <laughs> you know the laws of the land. I mean, yeah, in America. Yeah. Yeah, but you're yeah, that's illegal, with, yeah. all right? When, but when you're from from the Dothraki and you, yeah. you you live in a horse clan, entirely different story. But um, yeah, that's I mean, you're almost not a person at that point. You're you're a horse person horse person <laughs> they might as well be centaurs that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> all right we got one little bit or of news and then Mongol. we're gonna go people grab pay a good money to watch that on the internet all right <laughs> they do you want to see a donkey show um the last piece of news we're going to talk about before refill is going to be that there isn't really a guarantee for star star trek 4 um uh zach quinto was asked about it and he said you know we hope we get to make one but not really a shoe in at this point. So. Yeah, I read this article. It it didn't seem like anybody was necessarily shitting on the on the idea. It was just a matter of like, well, the script isn't done yet, and they're working on it. And you know, if if we get something we can work with, great. If not, then we might not do it. Kind of a thing. See, I just think they need to scale it back a little bit. Like they keep they're, they're trying to make it be like this big gigantic Hollywood blockbuster. And like my biggest complaints about the first two movies were that they're not really Star Trek. Like when you stop and agreed. Yeah. Okay. Other Trek nerds right here. Um, they're not really Star Trek movies. I mean, they're ba- they're like Star Trek movie. They're they're essentially Star Wars movies dressed up in Star Trek clothes. Mm. JJ JJ made some really <coughs> neat movies. Yeah. Without understanding the source material, as, as essentially, well as I mean, and I think he's actually gone yeah. on record of saying like, "Oh, I'm way I'm a way bigger Star Wars fan." Yeah. And well, he, you could he, tell that by looking at either of the first two Star Trek movies and then watching uh, Force Awakens. Like, yeah, so don't get me wrong. He didn't make bad movies. They're good movies. It's just that they're not exactly what I'm looking for in a Trek movie. And then the third movie came out, and they kind of did that, but I think it didn't really go over at the box office very well, and the story was kind of weak in places. So Critically, though, I think people loved Beyond. Yeah, especially uh, comparatively, I think. Um, but uh, it, it just it wasn't a huge hit, and I think people qu- kind of got bored a little bit with with the second movie and so it didn't get as big of a pull uh that the, when it came out um, well which kind of hurt it i think and so now we're in a situation where nobody's really sure if they're going to make a fourth one i mean if you think about it 
Aside, okay, so there's there's the um, even numbered rule when it comes to Star Trek movies for the does, most part. Yeah, does, I, that, I mean, does that hold until you get to Nemesis? Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, we're just not going to talk about Nemesis. <laughs> but uh, they also didn't crank them out every two years back in those days. You know what I mean? Like um, the motion picture came out, and they're like, "Oh, look what we can do! Like, look at all the exteriors of the Enterprise." We, yeah, we've got a, a, like a regular sized model, um, but then like Rathacon like came out and it was amazing. And then it was a little while longer before we got um, the Search of Spock, which I thought was weird because Spock uh, that was like a direct continuation. Mm-hmm. In fact, they all were clear up until uh, Voyage Home was five. a bit Voyage Home was a bit off the track for that. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was it was a direct sequel. Like it picked up right where Search for Spock left off. Right, but it didn't have to. Like, the story didn't require it to. That's well, true. Were they in the fucking Romulan... Or the Klingon vertebrae? Mm. <clears throat> but they didn't have to be in a Klingon vertebrae to get to... But that, but they got it at the end yeah. of... <laughs> anyway. Right, right. But I'm, I'm just saying the plot for the entire movie, like, it, it didn't require them to be in a vertebrae or anything right. like that. Right, no, and I know? get that. But what I'm, what I'm saying essentially, though, is that, like, it's not like Star Trek movies were something they felt like they had to crank out every year or or whatever right, and i think that's right. that's the pitfall that's happening right now is they're just like oh we got to do another one we got to do another one and they don't like they could let it go a few years and then bring them back and like it doesn't matter if your characters or if your actors of age because you can just write that into the into the episode um reading this article too it seemed like the other thing is they're not really sure what to do um with the absence of anton uh yelchin because they're yeah, not going off. to recast Chekhov. they've they've already announced that so it's do you write that into the story? Like, do you just pretend he was never there? He, like, he, what do you do? He's on an away mission. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, ever since he left yeah. to go. You know, you know, he, he oddly changed from engineering to uh, the the redshirted profession, and then we sent him <laughs> on an away mission. That was a bad idea. Yeah, he yeah. never came back. He was he was he was standing behind the shuttle on a hill, and the shuttle rolled. No, yeah, no. <laughs> too soon, too oh. soon. Yeah. I'm sorry. That, that was, a little, that was re- a little pointed. Rest, rest in peace, Anton. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very we sorry. are just yeah. gonna offend absolutely everybody tonight. <laughs> this is the show where we offend people. But hey, yeah, I wear my hat backwards you, now. So you know that's... that I. <laughs> that's like your evil Matt. It, I know. Just, we need to uh, straighten it's, your beard yeah, into would I, a nice would I, would I turn the hat backwards? You know, so I can switch. You know. <laughs> Come on, turn, what movie? What movie? Turn evil. What movie? I don't, I don't know. know. It's Stallone. It's Stallone. I, I, I mean, I just so, so I just want to say Rocky, but I'm over I think the I'm gonna, top. It's okay. like you it's know the, the movie about arm wrestling. Man, I know the character. <laughs> An arm wrestling truck driver. An arm wrestling truck driver named named Stallone. Uh, All right. Well, I think this is a good point to go break for another beer because obviously we, we've got too good a control over this episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll be yeah, back with more show in just a second. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we return to the premiere over uh, the top. Uh, Sylvester Stallone podcast. Thank God. Uh, with a secondary <laughs> focus on Savage Garden's Truly Madly Deeply album from 1997, mm, I believe. Mm. Uh, Darren Hayes. That's his name. <laughs> that is his name. And there's another. There's another band member who, ironically, is uh, has the same name as the guy from Silverchair, uh, Daniel Jones. To, uh, but it's Daniel Jones, I think. So oh. to be fair, you were right on the year. Both however, bands. however, wrong on the title. It's actually not Truly oh, Madly it's, Deeply. Uh, it's eponymous. No, it is not. It is eponymous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Silverchair, that's a good band. Silverchair Ooh. is a good band. That was a good album. Because that, well, kid, that kid was like oh. 17 and like sounded like a 30-year-old dude. Who like smoked a lot. Yeah. Uh, for, for, you know, like he had a long career of smoking and that's how I was always like, the way. It's like Eve 6. Like those guys were all in high school. But just don't. I like don't, Eve 6 too. 
you're know. probably thinking to yourself right good. now, I should Are go good. check out Silver Chairs. Apparently, they they kept making music. I, that's what I heard. I only have like the first two records. Right, but... right. That's all everybody has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same with Counting Crows, except for me because I own all that shit. <laughs> I, I have See, them all on Apple Music. Yeah, speaking yeah. Of, and you speaking haven't of listened to all of them, unhealthy so obsessions. I actually, uh, listened to their most recent record. Um, uh, not well enough to like know it, but like, right. uh, I really dig it, especially that country sounding song. Oddly enough, I fucking told you, man. I told you a long time ago that you're it's a really to good that album because you're going. So that's, that's, a, that's oh, yeah, true. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. I I will not be. <clears throat> sober that day i didn't really expect um (laughs) you're not gonna have an episode though right (laughs) because no because if you do i'm immediately gonna text Aubrey and be like so (laughs) okay so bryce is freaking out and it's really freaking me out let's back up a second i'm not gonna smoke a blunt (laughs) let's let's back up a second because now what we're doing is having a conversation with an audience who has no fucking clue what we're talking about so here's the the thing matchbox 20 and counting crows are coming uh to portland area is it portland i can't remember where it's vancouver vancouver Vancouver. Close enough. The Sunlight Supply Amphitheater in Ridgefield, Washington. Yeah, they're coming, Ooh. and uh, we're all going, and we're taking the wives, and it should be a lot of fun. I'm um, taking some of my kids, even. I, I did not. My kids are pains in the asses. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Mine are um, all over in Korea, so. Yeah. Well, but, I need somebody to, like, be able to run and grab me, like, a, a $12 beer, <laughs> so. No, they totally. I'm going to be way, like too, way too stoned to do that. Ems, <laughs> go get me another beer. No. Yeah. So the the there's there's a couple of funny things about this. Number one, well, actually, the funniest thing actually is when I when I heard about the thing, I was kind of like, uh, nah, whatever. I don't really care about either of those bands. And my wife was like, what? Matchbox Twenty is the best. And Bryce was like, what? Counting Girls is the best. And so now we have to go. And Matt was like, hey, um, I just bought like six tickets to this. You should probably go grab a couple. Yeah. So <laughs> here we are. We're we're going to see that that show. Yeah. Um. Uh, so it should be a lot of fun, actually. Um, and it's Portland and or Washington, so I'm going to be high as fuck. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is Washington legal? Yeah. Oh, they yeah. Legal before they, they Oregon. Legal that's right. Before us, yeah. yeah, that's right. Okay, sorry. In fact, sorry. I purchased in Washington before it was legal in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Which is handy because you live in portland and then i then i transported marijuana across the border i it's think the rec dispensary is downtown is open now allegedly by it today it dude literally there's a medical dispensary and then like it, on the same block within the same like building yeah there's a a, a recreational dispensary like that, so that, they they got you covered, I guess. Yeah, it's, either way, it's 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 kind of like California used to be, where you'd like go to the doctor and you'd Skype with a doctor like wherever else, and then he'd be like, "Hey, go next door, and there's the the fucking metal medical dispensary. Here's you paid fifty dollars. Here's your card. Go go next door. Yeah, <laughs> right there. The um the medical dispensary I'd like everybody to know is called La Mota. Okay, which is funny because that's just Spanish for the pot. <laughs> where are you going the pot, the pot. You, that's i don't know the pot. is that something we're doing like are white people doing that because like uh restaurants do that too like i was my my like kids the taco yeah we were like uh um i was like i want some food i'm gonna go to mitch's gracias and, and my my daughter i think asked me what's that mean and i said much thanks and she's like that sounds stupid and i was like yeah, I know. I don't know what to tell you. And then, the you know, the other Mexican restaurant in town is uh, Los Dos Amigos. And what does that mean? The two friends. Um, yeah, great name for a restaurant. And then the other one is Las Tequilas. Well, one of those which friends that people don't realize is Tequila. the roofie. Yeah. yeah. At Los Dos. The, you, you got roofies at Los Dos? Uh, no, but several other women did back in the day. Oh. The Hacienda. Whoa. Oh, really? Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Like, their women. Are you trying to say that they possessed women? 
because that is sexist and anti-feminist. No, they roofied women. And fuck you. <laughs> they roofied women. Wait, Maybe which, that's why they're... One of the two I amigos said several or both other of them? women. Maybe that's why they got How so popular. How many of the amigos roofied women? That, I don't may- know. It was at the Hacienda location. I, I, there was I, two in okay. town. I think there's only one now, right? There is only one yeah, now. Yeah, but well, I, I assume that's how they got popular because like the, the women, they woke up the next morning and they're like... Man, that must have been really good Mexican oh my food. Oh yeah, that Mexican food is so yeah. good. I don't, I don't really. My asshole really hurts yeah. today, and I think it gave me the shits real bad. I don't yeah. remember though. Definitely the spicy food that did that to yeah. you. Yeah, definitely not, not me. <laughs> anyway, um, let's talk video games. I don't know where we can go from this, so let's talk video games. <clears throat> just, just hold your hold your shorts. It's getting better. Yeah. Um, your butts. <laughs> so I'm going to talk briefly because I don't think this is going to be interesting to anybody else but me. But uh, number one, I finally got my replacement video card. I'm I got, interested because I helped you pick the fucker out. You did. Um, I, what I ended up going with was an MSI GTX 1060. I got the six gigabyte card because I'm no plebe, but I'm also not rich enough to get a 1080. Uh, so I got the uh, six gigabyte card. It plays pretty much everything I've thrown at it basically flawlessly. I get 60 FPS on pretty much everything and almost everything I've played I, I can do at least high quality on. So uh, I'm pretty happy with it. Um, what I immediately used it for, however, was not to play a black backlog of games that I've had and purchased on Steam sales over the last several months, but I went out and bought a new game, which is Elite Dangerous. Um, have either of you guys played Elite Dangerous? I have not. I've heard of it, <clears throat> but I've not played it. So Elite Dangerous, to keep it very short, is a space flight simulator sort of game, um, much in the style of Eve, but not quite really. And you might have also heard of Star Citizen, which is uh, it's still a basically like it, it's not called early access because they're doing their own thing, but it, it's still like an early access beta game. But anyway, Elite is um, kind of cool. You fly around a spaceship. It's got pretty uh, intricate mechanics as far as how the ship flies and works and stuff like that. Um, you can do faster than light travel, and even that gets pretty detailed. Like one of the things that's fun is if um, the, you you get a, a map basically of the Milky Way galaxy, you can travel between all of the different worlds, and so <clears throat> not a dumbed down version either. Like you get a huge amount of places you can go and visit, and systems and things that you can do stuff in, and so that's kind of crazy cool. But what I like is actually the realism and the mechanics of it, or this is one of the things I like, I should say. Which is to say, when you're in the, uh, you know, you're in a solar system and you're traveling between worlds, you can set your ship to max. And if you're just basically on thrusters, it, it shows you a little, you know, thing on your targeting reticle that reticule that says it's going to take you a, a, a literal year, uh, as in a real time year. Like just walk away, come back in in 365 real days, and then you'll hit the target. So they also have a an FTL mechanic because obviously you could never get anywhere without using it. Um, so you can use that. And then what becomes fun about that is now you're going so fast. So number one, acceleration works like it would in space. Like our problem with space flight is not so much uh, acceleration or, or speeding up and going fast. It's how long it takes you to accelerate to a speed that's worthwhile to go. And then how long it takes you to slow down. Because you have to use oxygen <laughs> because you have to be able to push off from something. And, well, yeah. um, it is... Mm. So we put max thrusters behind whatever it is we're doing. We keep speeding up. Um, but it takes a really long time, actually, to speed up to go fast enough to move between uh, planets on the solar system. And then there's the problem of, like, and then you got to slow down. Um, so you usually have to do reverse thrust or some sort of, you know, something, because there's no drag. There's no air drag. So you got to do something to slow your ship down. 
um, from that speed. And so it's kind of asteroid belts work really good for that. Yeah, you do slow down very quickly. Um, in that case, that's that's what I, I did the first couple of flights. Uh, so how was, realistic whoops. is the FTL stuff? I mean, do you have a uh, legal alien <laughs> shoveling clean coal into your FTL drive? No, I don't know what the fuel source is. You just there is a generic fuel. Uh, you, I, I love that you just asked. How realistic is your FTL drive? It is it is pretty solid though. Thank you. Like side note, that's all I had. <laughs> one of the one of the fun things about this mechanic is that uh, when you get going so fast, you you move so fast in FTL, you know, fast enough you can get between solar systems now because it's fairly realistic in that regard. But one of the problems is you hit a solar system, you get in there, and then um, you have to stop at a uh, you know say a base, which are basically all satellites, and um, in order to do that you have to slow down in time to actually hit the base. So what I end up doing is overshooting the base a whole bunch of times and then having to turn around and go back and slow myself <laughs> down. Or I slow down too early and now it's like literally six months for me to get to the thing going at the speed. So you have to kind of time it right and make it work, which is a lot of fun. Hey, um, flying through hy- hyperspace ain't like Dustin Crops, boy. No, it is not. <laughs> it is not. That's actually interesting and I, I, I like it because some of my favorite books that incorporate you know FTL and stuff like that Actually, take that kind of thing into account. That that like we don't even realize how forever large... war. Have you read uh, Joel Fre- Haldeman? Yeah, yes, I have. It's a fucking great book, isn't um, it? Yeah, it is absolutely. Yeah. Have Have you, you read guys any... in your books without pictures? Have you read... <laughs> <laughs> Have you read any Jack McDevitt? I have not. The next Ooh, the next I place like I was going like to go, it. which isn't so much uh, going to be about FTL, but uh, Haldeman really led me to Scalzi. So uh, Old Man's oh, yeah. War and that yeah, whole series is a lot war. of fun. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, uh, so McDevitt is, um, I, I feel like you, you dig it if you're into that kind of stuff. It's, yeah, it's, hey. it's, it's kind of hey. like pulpy but mysteries, you know but in sci-fi. You forgot about Vickus. <laughs> I never right. forget about Vickus. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I love that I, movie. I don't know who the fuck Vickus is. You don't, I forgot that. You know the movie? No, I don't know. Do I? Um, it was, it's a little movie. Some of you guys might've heard of it. It was, it was written and directed or written by, um, you know, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Oh shit. Won See, an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it. And oh. you said Vickus like with a with a with a Boston accent, but you don't actually sound like you have a Boston accent. I know. So so that, that <laughs> You forgot about Vickus. Oh. That's better. I mean, here, back here quoting Gordon Wood. <laughs> yeah. I have not seen the movie in so long I cannot remember anything except for uh except for it's not your fault. And, you like and apples any driver. You like apples? How about I got apples? a number. How you like them apples? <laughs> yeah. I got a number. I like them apples. Anyway, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. So I'm gonna have to let you borrow a book or two. Is all I'm saying. That's yeah, totally. Saying. That I'm sounds saying. cool. And what's cool about Bryce is when he lets you borrow a book, like he essentially never asked for it back. <laughs> yeah. What was the last thing I lent you that I never asked for back? Uh, probably the a fucking lot. terrapin thing. Um, terrapin. <laughs> it was like Maryland. <laughs> no, it was um, uh, fucking. Uh, Oh, great story. I don't know. That book series that your dad really likes, it was the graphic novel. I gave it back to you eventually. Uh, I think when I moved, I, I, I didn't want to move it, so I gave it back to you. <laughs> the Hobbit graphic novel? Is that the one you're talking about? No. The, no. Uh, fuck. Terry Pratchett. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Light Fantastic. And, yeah, yeah. And there is a fucking Terry Pratchett book under this desk. I know. Is that yours? Your, yeah. your fucking wife's? Who's is it? That's mine. All right. Okay, and so, you've never read it, have you? you no, here's, here's another digression. Um, I'm looking for stuff to read. Um, I, I currently have a couple of books that I'm... I already... Um, g- I'm going to give you some shit to read. Pratchett, though? Have you read Pratchett? Yeah, I've read t- tons of Pratchett. Yeah. Okay, so... In, Soul in Music, worth... one of my favorite books ever. This All is, right. This is Thief of Time. I don't know... 
It's pretty good. It's not like an intro point, but it, they're all kind of standalone. So you can just read it. So there you go. All I right. Mean, so I need to read some Pratchett. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah, might yeah. as well read that's it good. first. That's good. Why not? You'll get done with it before I will. Uh, okay. So before we move off of video games, tell me um, how much fun Steam's family sharing is, Matt. Um, <laughs> it's got its share of issues. So I, I, which is probably the most polite way I've ever heard Matt saying something is a steaming pile of dog shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. I really, as much as I want to talk shit about Valve, I really enjoy Steam because I'm like, oh look, here's all these games I couldn't afford two years ago, but now they're all in a giant bundle and I can buy it for like fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. So like, I can't really complain that much. So I set my kid up with a Steam account. Um, specifically because I bought a whole bunch of Lego games this last week for like five bucks a piece. Actually less because I bought the Batman trilogy for like $12.49 or something. Um, it was more expensive than that in the, in the long run because I paid with Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> You're assuming the value is going to go up. You're yeah. probably right, but you know. No, it did. It, 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 both times I purchased Always. it came out to more than yeah. what it, it was, the purchase price actually was, but not by much. Like it wasn't. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Um, so I set the kid up with a Steam account because I wanted to be able to share the library, and I knew that you could do that, but what's weird is, so once you have Steam installed on both computers that you want to share between, you have to have logged in, both people have to have logged in on each computer to their Steam account at least once, and then when you go to the family share, like it recognizes that, oh, this this person... <clears throat> can access from this computer. Do you want to share with this computer and this I'm, person? I'm just saying, kind the, of a the, thing. this whole system is positively fucking archaic at this point. It, like, compared to how you use no, Netflix. No, I, I haven't gotten to the worst part of it yet. Oh, okay, go on. Continue. So, this sounds fun. We figured it out, and I was like, and she was like, oh, I can see all your games. Awesome. And then I was like, oh, cool. I can see your one game, because mm-hmm. number this one. This is a reciprocal relationship. Well, what see, I forgot that, uh, I, I didn't know that you didn't have to be part of the community to be able to, like, you didn't have to, like, be friends to do that because mm-hmm. it's all based on your actual machine and and the login from the machine mm-hmm. um so I, I i deposited five bucks in her wallet because you have to either spend five dollars or have five dollars in your wallet to be able to access the community and like send friend requests and stuff like that mm-hmm. um which i don't know my daughter figured out within an hour <laughs> what we couldn't figure out in two hours the other day fucking around fucking millennials um but uh so then, like, the other day, I'm like, oh, I'm going to sign into to her Steam account so that Natalie can play Lego Harry Potter or whatever while I continue my quest to finish the first Lego Batman game that I never <laughs> finished, right? Um, it wouldn't let her play Lego Harry Potter because if my library is in use at all by me, it won't let somebody that I share access even a different game. Yeah. Almost completely huh. pointless at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, like, I can totally understand, like, no, you can't both play Lego Batman at the same time, like... Clearly. Okay, yeah. but, so, like... <laughs> I, I can't. Let, let, like, I'm gonna go full Stallman here for a fucking second. I bought Ooh. the game, I want to use whatever, what the hell I want to do with it. Yeah. Like, um, no, I know people are gonna say, you just bought a license to the game, and it's not the same thing. And I don't give a shit, is the thing. I want... It, I, I bought the game, I think it's reasonable that uh, if my kid wants to play it, we can both play the game, and that's the end of the thing. Like... Mm-hmm. No, All you're absolutely right, though, because like, uh-huh. if it was 1996 and I bought War, like Warcraft 3, you just throw with the disc and you like have a fucking fun you know, time. Because right. uh-huh. it doesn't fucking give a shit if the serial number's already been entered on this computer. Like, it doesn't know. Fuck no. It doesn't care. Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah, what, what is this bullshit nowadays? Like, like for, 
most of human history, you make any sort of transaction like that, well, and you own it. I buy a Blu-ray, all right? Okay, I just mm-hmm. bought a license for it. Does that mean only I can watch it? My family can't watch it with me? That's fucking yeah, stupid. Like, uh, what I don't yeah, like about like, this whole system is there There are ways to do this, I think, intelligently. So, obviously, what they're looking at here is they're saying, we don't want you letting your Steam account loan be loaned to your 50 closest friends or some shit like that. That's fine. Do it like Netflix does. They have the same thing. I pay a little bit more every month. It's like instead of $12, I pay $14, and now I can have four or five different people on my Netflix account. Mm-hmm. Um, Spotify, same thing. Um, Spotify's 10 bucks a month. I pay 15 and that way I can have five different people on my thing, and they can all listen to their different shit at the same time, and it's all really nice and clean. Yeah. Um, but even in this case, Steam, which we know is going to be played on a PC... We know it's going to probably be played on something with a local area network. Why isn't it simple enough to just install Steam on both computers and then play whatever's on the network? Like, the, it should yeah. be really trivially simple to be able to figure that out. Yeah. Um, and so this honestly, like, archaic honestly, level of me, shit is ridiculous. It would make a email. lot of sense for, <clears throat> it would make a lot of sense for, like, multiplayer games. Like, we should be able to, like, play the same game at the same time and not have to sit next to each other and share a screen to play two-player. No, seriously, email game, you know I mean? he responds. He actually does. Well, I mean, for some things, I, I understand things where like they've got to actually do work to so. make the game two-player or whatever, um, because it's not that simple. But I'm just saying, if you want to play Lego Batman and she wants to play Lego Harry Potter and you're both, you own the game and you're both on the same network... Like sort your shit, Mar- uh, Marvel. I was gonna say Marvel, but sort your shit, Valve. Steam. It's it's not that difficult. Valve. The the thing yeah. about Valve is is I get the position they're in because they've got all the different developers and they're essentially like the store, right? Like they're not they don't have control over licensing and stuff like that. So they're in an awkward position, but at the same time, just you could be in an awkward position, but you can also make it more user friendly for the people that yeah, see. And because uh, it's is- not like I'm pirating games. Like yeah. I bought a game, I just want my kid to be able to play it sometimes. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it, the, the, uh, this is another area where piracy wins. Um, mm-hmm. you, it's just easier yeah. to do it if you pirate it. Yeah, because I could totally just go onto fucking any torrent site and download those games that are already cracked and just install it on their machine, and they don't have to fucking worry about whether or not I'm playing something or not. Right. And uh, honestly, so. I don't even know that I would feel morally, you know, wrong about doing that in those sort of situations. Because I just bought the Especially game, given you so. paid for it. <laughs> yeah. 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 You paid for Granted. it. <clears throat> It's a it's a twenty dollar game retail most of the time, and I paid five dollars for it, right? But hey, that's not your fault. No, that's not your, you paid. No, no, no. Here's what you did: you paid for a license to that game. So actually, if you download the game illegally, you technically still do have a license for it. I do. Mm-hmm. I, so, I, that that sounds hey, like it'll hold up in court. Rock solid logic. Actually, technically, that's uh, by the letter of the law, completely legit. And also, downloading <laughs> is not technically illegal. It's and the upload that actually gets you. And, and that's is, where torrent sites. Uh, this is Matt, who is an attorney. So well, guess, I, you know, pay, I'm pay not attention. an attorney, but like that's <laughs> where. Yeah, for those of us listening at home, please take none of this as legal advice. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. that's every show cannot uh, be. Yeah, we're not. As we're not responsible you, for yeah. you getting arrested for piracy, um, <laughs> or or th- that we may be spewing bullshit because I, I don't know if any of us are actually copyright lawyers here. Uh, no. no, we're not copyright lawyers. But my understanding of the copyright law is that it's technically not illegal to download, but it is completely illegal oh, well, to I, upload. I think and, it is illegal to download as well, but it's not nearly... The infraction is quite different. Right. Like, it's the difference between failing to signal and uh, driving a school bus uh, into a hospital full of de- children while you're, you know, super high on meth and, and drinking. Um, hey, I've only done that, like, twice. Okay? <laughs> just, come on. Just, just come twice. on. And he's but, a good guy, so I think But the thing fine. about torrents is, like, Tremendous when you're guy. torrenting something, like, it's not exactly like you have much of a choice unless you have your bandwidth stuff set. Well, yeah, the thing about the download versus upload is the download, they can get you once. 
the, the which is still is illegal. Essentially it's still like illegal. A, but the, the upload is where they took these guys like uh, from what Kazan. It turns it into a felony name or something that, like that. Kazan was one. one of the things. Kazan. Yeah. That was where they took the people, the the some some dude from that, like just to make an example up out of them for you know all the music that they had you know reshared on Kazan, and they tried to you know take him to court for literally multiple trillions of dollars, like more than the GDP of the entire planet several times over yeah. because they were saying for each song, it's like this much money, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And you download it to this many people, et yeah. cetera, et cetera. And it gets all fucking fractal. Well, and that's, that's the, the, the technology that is bit torrent though. Like if you're downloading something, you're also, you're also uploading. uploading yeah. Yes, so. yes. yeah th- that's the thing where they, they try to get you though, is like with the upload part of it, it's not that you're uploading it. It's that they, are conflating that to mean that you are maliciously spreading and attempting to damage their copyright purposefully. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> which, of course, we totally are, but whatever. Uh, uh. Um, Microsoft puts their shit on torrent sites intentionally half the time these days because, like, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't mean anything without the key. And, like, okay, if you download a crack for it, yeah, you're fucking, you know, you're breaking the law. But if you're just downloading, like, the pure... See, like ISO, then. But Microsoft, in Microsoft's case, they don't care as long as you use Microsoft. Because yeah. the yeah. worst thing that can happen to Microsoft is not that you steal Windows; it's that you use Linux, uh, and or Mac or whatever. But yeah, well, I mean, I'm just saying, if you're you're you got your new PC, you put it together, and you didn't, you forgot to buy a Windows license, and you don't have the money for it now, um, they would much much rather you pirate a copy of Windows than you just go download an Ubuntu uh, uh, live CD or something. Only because. It- even on your pirated copy of Windows, it's going to ask you to buy fucking Office a hundred times within the first week. Yes. Or even on your this, legitimate copy oh. of, of Windows, it's going to ask you to buy Office a hundred times a week. This new trend of advertising, like like everything, either Office, OneDrive, whatever it may be, like like now essentially they're they're fucking putting pop ups on their own yeah. operating oh, yeah, I system love that. for yeah. ads, it's, and it's you're like so goddamn really? retarded. I'm like, hey guys, I bought really? your fucking software. Yeah. Stop it! It's like when YouTube makes you watch like a thirty-second video right before you watch like a twelve-second clip, and you're like, "What the fuck, guys?" Yeah, what I don't, fuck, I don't man? care about Mister Clean that much. I just, no. I just want to watch this fan-made Power Rangers film, all right? <laughs> God damn it! You know me so well. <laughs> all right, that's why it's only twelve seconds long. Let's talk comic books. First piece of news in the comic book space before we talk about some books we actually read is that Marvel is going to return some of their titles to their original numbering. Yeah, so um, it's called Legacy. Yeah, it's it's an event because everything's an event, right? Okay, so I want to nowadays, yeah. Before, yeah. well, I don't know. Go ahead, keep telling me. No, that. no, go ahead. Okay, so let's let's get a little deep into this. Uh, number one, we were complaining last week because Marvel's uh, some executive from Marvel said something along the lines of like diversity is killing sales, and we said at the time uh, maybe it's because you have a new number one every fucking week and nobody can keep track of what's going on. And then Marvel says this week we're returning to number ones. That's crazy. Uh, maybe also maybe. No, um, not number ones. They're returning to original numbering. Oh, sorry. Original so. numbering. I misspoke. But maybe also they're seeing how Rebirth is totally kicking the shit out of them. And uh, well, in, in, in large part, they, they did some, you know, not with all their books, but with action and, and detective, at least. They returned to the, the original numbering. The two longest running series in, in probably comic book history at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, I think they're trying to get some juice from that, too. Yeah. No, it, I think this is a good idea, though, honestly. Um, I know Venom. I, I just read Venom number five, and we won't talk about Venom this week because Eddie hasn't caught up yet. But I don't know if I'm going to though, so whatever. If you, you want will. to talk about it, talk about it. 
No, you'll, oh, you'll it's, catch up. It's like a it's like a lano. Okay, sure. Yeah, no, you'll you'll catch up because it's good. <laughs> you're no, talking better. You'll appreciate it when you do you're better. Okay, good. Because I think you already read the first three issues. Hold on, hold on. I did. Maybe is two. it more important? Know. Is it more important that he that he catches up, or that he edits our fucking Star Trek podcast? I mean, yes. <laughs> but yes. Um. So Venom number five, I just read. The next issue is Venom number one fifty. Okay, before. We move on. So when, when you say I need to edit that podcast, does anybody know how to use the marker button at this table besides me? Raise your hand. Hey, 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 frankly. I, okay, okay. Go so here's fuck yourselves. Thing. Thing. Here's the thing. So here's the thing with that podcast. We were literally watching the show the whole time. Yeah, so there couldn't when, really be cuts during it because we, our, we did it during yes, the show. When all of our rabid fans hit the play button at the exact same time that we do. You know, they're not going to want any cuts later on that are going to fuck up where their timing in the yeah. show is at because our commentary is spot on. No, I, so what he's, he's right. I actually do know how to the use the front and back of it. Or spot what? on. I actually do know how to use the, the <laughs> marker button. But like he said, it's, we didn't pause at all. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. So, yeah, we played that shit straight through. Far point. Far point. There you, might be some quiet spots in there be, because we were just like, what the fuck is going on? We're just. Because it was encountered at Farpoint. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, didn't, we didn't put subtitles on or anything. Okay. <laughs> Might have been helpful. Okay, okay. I don't have subs, all right? You, it's on I Netflix. You've I, got subtitles. I don't. Oh, yeah. We didn't watch it on Netflix, yeah, so. no, We could have. <laughs> Anyhow. So, original numbering and We watched the original VHS. <laughs> we didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was definitely not one of those. VCR I do point? have the original VHS of that somewhere. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, I mean, we've got Netflix. Can that be construed as, like having a, a rental copy of the license no, so that it's, it's legal to play a torrent of the no, no not not at all no not at all hey hey it's weird some logical this performance art that you guys are doing on the show this week is you very own strange. the entire series on dvd though so I technically do. you bought a license i do but it's not an hd so you can't that's true like mm. plebes yeah um so original DVD numbering on marvel quality. books uh, do do i care do i should i care Tell me, you're you're more into the Marvel side of things. Do I care about this at all? So I think that probably the one thing is is that um, they're touting a return of a um, significant book that has not been in print for a little while now. I'm assuming it's Fantastic Four. That could be. I think it's the only one, one that's, that's not. not. Yeah. Wait, um, wait, wait. They stopped doing Fantastic Four. A couple of years ago, yeah. Well, uh, so especially yes. after the last movie came out, and everybody. Well, I think shortly right before, along with it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shortly before the abortion of a movie that uh, Fox put forth, uh, um, Marvel also decided to abort that property. And I haven't seen Josh uh, Trank direct anything since either, so I think it. Yeah. Yeah. You know so, what's funny is is listening to Josh Trank. I, I listened to there's like a three part Fat Man on Batman episode with Josh Trank. And he's so hopeful about this movie that he's doing. Yeah. And there was supposed to be a part four. Like, they talked about it. Because they were going to do part four after the movie came out. Yeah. Never did a part four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyway, yeah. I it's think... like Kev Smith being hopeful about, you know, like, all of the other project projects that he's tried to work on and get out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think it's, I think they're they're probably bringing the Fantastic Four back. It also mentions the X-Men. Um, in that whole thing too, which is weird because the longest running X Men title there is is Uncanny, and it's not a book right now. Like they just finished it, um, and it that was like volume three or four actually, because they've in the last several years they've rebooted it a few times, and that's been a lot of people are pissed off. They're like, "This is so fucking stupid! Like, why why couldn't you have just left the numbering the same? 
Yeah. Because it's not like you're changing yeah, the story. Yeah. Like, that's Marvel's biggest flaw is that they're not rebooting anything. All they're doing is starting with a number one, but they're continuing with information that was relevant in the last series as well. So if you're going to do that, why renumber it? Yeah. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's, it's, it is kind of ridiculous. Like, like <clears throat> people are, they're, they're trying to, I, I assume they're trying to generate more interest in the comic titles and bring in more, more money. Well, I think that's what they're more doing. Collectability, more collectability. Well, they're like, Oh, it's a, ones. it's a number one. I, I guess I can start here, but then you read the number one. It's like, I, I shouldn't have started this, here. This happened a while ago. Yeah, I, I've had that yeah. same experience, like reading a lot of different number ones from Marvel lately, because um, there's a lot of them. And uh, each time I've read them, I'm like, I, I I don't even know what's going on right now. Like, there's been a couple of times I think even on the podcast where I've been like, so this thing happened, Matt. Uh, do do you know what that's about? Um, oh yeah, that was from this last story that you didn't read at all. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also read Nick Fury number one this week. Don't waste your time. <laughs> Noted. So, speaking of numbers, uh, well, this is a number zero, actually, that we did read, uh, Secret Empire. Yeah, speak for yourself. I didn't read that. No. Um, all right. <laughs> so, we talked about this a few times um, over the course of the last couple months, uh, or longer, 16 issues ago, because that's when it started. Um, so, Cap has uh, been revealed to be a Hydra agent over the last year or so. What? Um, Secret Empire supposedly is is leading up to the big uh, climax of that whole storyline, and and this is where we'll see the end of Hydra Cap. It's really interesting what they're doing, and I don't know if Eddie picked up on this because he's not been reading the Captain America Steve Rogers title. Um, it was revealed pretty early on that the that Kovic, the um, Cosmic Cube little girl, mm-hmm. uh, basically manipulated him into believing that he's been a Hydra agent all these years. Um, but the way they're presenting the story now is that. It's only that Kovic has revealed that the allies in the 40s manipulated reality to make Steve Rogers a hero. Yeah. And that he's always been Hydra. And that's the way that they're portraying it, at least in this this issue. Um, so that that is actually an interesting angle. And I don't know if that's more brainwashing, like they're trying to trick Cap into thinking that that's the case, or if they're really trying to go... And, and this would be kind of crazy given the history of the character if they're really trying to re- redo something that integral, you know, like, <laughs> and make that part of the canon. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think ultimately it's going to be the whole Kobic thing that ends up being the reason he was Hydra in the first place and that he's not really Hydra and all that good stuff. But he's done some fucked up shit so far. He has. As, as, a, as, he has. as an agent of Hydra. He's. Uh, well, um, well, he killed a dude in like Captain America number one, like Steve Rogers, Captain America number one. Uh, well, he didn't kill him, but he ended up in a coma, and then he died later. So yeah, well, that's, mean, that's pretty that's much like Batman from the new movies. I mean, well, he kind of just chucked him out of a plane. Uh, <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Um, um, <clears throat> in the current issue we're reading right now, Secret Empire. Um, are you planning on reading it? Spoiler free? No. Okay. So spoilers then. Spoilers. Uh, in the current issue, uh, shit's going. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shit's going down. Uh, we have the Chari coming again because I guess the Chari are our go-to bad guys for when New York really gets fucked up. Um, so uh, the Chari have come to Earth again, and things are not going well for all of the Earthicans. Uh, sorry, that's a cough drop, everybody. Um, it, things are not going say, well. You talk shit about my chips, you know, <laughs> from episodes ago, months ago. <laughs> no, things we are... we talk shit about your chips every week. Uh, we do. It is. 
Uh, and now for the weekly discussion of Bryce's chips. Uh, fuck and that guy. Possibly Bailey's cookies. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, are there any chips and cookies in there? No, I don't think there are. Um, Nothing crunchy. So anyway, the There's Earthicans are, are getting their asses handed to them. And um, S- Steve Rogers at this point is the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. And as they're getting their asses handed to them, the president comes on and is like, we're enacting you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. protocol, blah, 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 um, effectively making you the commander of the entire United of States everything. Armed Forces. So, yeah, basically, Steve Rogers is now in charge of fucking everything. S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, the U.S. Army, etc., and so on. Um, and... The Avengers are off fighting in space, trying to prevent the uh, Chitari from, you know, you know, actually taking over the Earth. Sounds like Avengers. No, what? That's uh, 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 the Ultimates. Right. Sorry. The Ultimates, led by Carol Danvers, are off fighting in space, and uh, they they've got this whole Earth Shield thing going on, and so they basically lock the uh, Ultimates out uh, with the Earth Shield, and Cap's Car- taking over. Carol Danvers the in particular. Yeah. Because he's a dick about it. He he was. He was kind of like, and fuck you. Uh, fuck you especially, really, is yeah. what he was doing there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Steve Rogers, totally agent of Hydra, has just become Supreme Leader, basically, and is being a total asshole. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, if you want to catch up and read like the uh, Captain America Steve Rogers title, it, it, it actually goes um, a lot deeper into... It talks like there's always flashbacks. Every issue has flashbacks to his past um, about being brought up through the ranks of Hydra and and then eventually, uh, you know, becoming Captain America as a as a big uh, ploy to to get American intelligence and all that kind of stuff. And it's it's a fun story. Um, Obviously, this is something that's not going to be a permanent thing because Captain America is such an integral part of uh, not just Marvel comics, but comic books in particular. Yeah. Um, I, we said it before, but I, I just can't see how they actually decide to he- retcon uh, Steve Rogers into being Hydra for real. So, I don't know. I would have. I would have never said they were going to retcon the marriage of Peter Parker and and uh, Mary Jane Watson. But, what you the know. fuck? Spoiler alert. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> That's the new. Awesome I'm done with this bitch. podcast. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, so is everybody else after this episode. So. Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah that, that's what you say every episode. At least that's what you should say. Uh, I don't know. It's, no, it's something about self-deprecating oh. humor that just you know really it brings it brings it all together. All right, so let's humor, let's yeah. let's close off Secret Empire. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, it's good. Um, yeah, I liked it actually. I have not read any of the Steve Rogers, um, you know, Captain Hydra at all. Um, but this was actually interesting, and uh, I still hate Hydra Cap, but um, I'm looking forward to how they tie this up. So it's it's a fun story to read. Um, to Eddie's point, you don't have to have read the backstory. The backstory does um, add to it, though. So I mean, either way that you read it, um, you're gonna like it. I think if you're a yeah. comic book fan, so. All right, let's uh, talk uh, Batman then. Batman twenty one. Yeah, Uno. this 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 read was so uh, fucking was fast last week. Like it was crazy. It was, and you know that was clever shit right there. What you just did? Uh, did you realize you did it? It doesn't. No, matter. I'm I'm drunk. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. No. So um, <laughs> Batman number twenty one focuses on uh, Batman is actually now investigating the button. The button. So, in the original DC Universe Rebirth standalone title, um, <clears throat> at the end of the issue, uh, Bats and Flash find a button, uh, you know, buried in the Batcave, essentially. 
and, and it is the Watchmen button. So if you're a comic nerd at all, you've read Watchmen, and you understand what that means. The comedian's uh, button. Yeah, it's it's and it's it's a crazy find. So in this issue, Bats calls Flash, and he's like, "You got to get over here quick because um, this button did some weird shit with Psycho Pirate's helmet." And uh, and then I saw my dad. Yeah, and, and then I saw my dad. Uh, he saw Flashpoint. Thomas Wayne, though, not just so, Thomas so, Wayne. So, so like drunk, violent bats. <clears throat> yeah, which is you know just regular bats, but drunk. Uh, um, and more violent. Well, he's more violent too. He, he, he likes he, to shoot and kill people. He didn't give a fuck. No, he did not give any fucks <laughs> at all. Um, so, uh, bats is like, oh, you got here fast, and then it's like. Uh, you got your fast flash, and then in one of the coolest reveals ever. No, you might say I'm the reverse. It's it's reverse flash that comes. Dude, I told you he's not at Mar-a-Lago. I, you know what? I'm just looking over last week's show notes because I didn't catch the show. Sorry. Yeah. Shut and, up. Uh, I I just saw his <laughs> presence show up on the show notes. <laughs> presence I've not felt since. No. So, anyway, this is a super fun issue. Um, I, I will give you that the vast majority of the issue is um, Batman getting the shit kicked out of him by the reverse Flash. Um, but there's so many cool moments in here. You just read it today. A lot of those fight scenes, those were 16 panel, weren't they? Like, they were... They were, yeah. They, they pulled a page out of the Walking Dead book and went 16 panel on those. Um, if they weren't 16, there were certainly a lot that were 9. Um, you know, I, actually, if you want to talk about it for a second, I will, I will actually look really fast because I do have it here... I think they were sixteen panel. Um, no, this this was fun because this was like the whole issue took place within the span of about a minute and a half. Ooh, it, well, it, it flashes really fast. Really did. Yeah, like when you it, it takes a minute to process that and then actually like go back and and, and rethink because um, Bats is like, hey, get over here, and the Flash is like, um, I'm dealing with this whole squad of bad guys. Uh, give me one minute. Yeah, no, and, I, I was right. It's it's almost all nine panel. Is it nine? Okay. Yeah, there's no sixteen panel shots as so far as I can see, but the vast majority of the book are nine panel shots. Okay, that makes sense. Jesus, Matt, <coughs> um, useless. I I read it a week ago. What do you want? Not a week ago, but like <laughs> half a week ago because it came out on Wednesday. Uh, tremendous, uh, tremendous. Um, it was it was it was fun though because he's like give me a minute to get to be there and then like right when that minute is about to count down like you see somebody swoosh like zoom into the cave and it's not the flash <laughs> zoom mm-hmm. you did it again um yeah that it's not the flash it's a reverse flash in Eobard, so- the real reverse flash not new 52 reverse flash yeah, so we get a pretty kick-ass fight scene between Batman and the Reverse Flash. Um, I liked it because, you know, Batman does get his shit handled, which is the way it should go, because really, when it comes down to it, I know Batman is the best at everything, and given prep time, he's going to beat everybody, but he has no prep time here. He should actually absolutely get his shit handled, and that's pretty much what happens. Um, although, he does get a couple of licks in, which is kind of cool, too, and I like the way that they he did that. He kind of ends up beating the fuck out of out of zoom for a minute uh for, yeah well for uh, i think about it was actually probably six seconds because that's the other yeah. thing that it's told here it's sort of like 24 but told with a one minute time frame so boom, each boom. each panel <laughs> oh. has a clock next to it so it's like the flash says something like i will be there in about one minute and and uh then the countdown starts so the each of these nine panel the california presidential primary <laughs> each panel is uh like you know say one to three seconds in time and it just kind of shows this fight between uh, Batman and Reverse Flash and how they're basically just trying to wait till the Flash gets there so Batman has a fighting chance against Reverse Flash. Um, 
and and the whole thing's pretty rad. And then the I uh the culmination is also pretty tricky because the the thing here is Reverse Flash is supposed to be dead. Um, he was yeah. killed in Flashpoint. Eobard uh, Eobard so, was totally killed in Flashpoint. So 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 question you know given that I haven't read the issue, uh if if Flash and I presume Re- Reverse Flash as well can literally move like faster than Superman. How how does Batman have any sort of a chance at all at holding his own for a because minute? the he was he caught he, he was barred monologuing essentially yeah mon- he was monologuing and the Flash was like he was vibrating so essentially like he's like oh I can't be touched and he was like except for you have to have like one one foot on solid ground and he stabbed a batarang through that foot it's totally uh, like I read that panel and I was like well, well they got to do something to show Batman's not a little bitch but also like. It's no contest, really. When, when no. Batman has zero prep time it, and uh, there's really nothing going on, um, it, it should have happened pretty close to the way it happened. I think they just had to give Batman a chance to get a lick in or two so he didn't look like a complete little bitch, and that's yeah. kind of what happened there. So, nah. Yeah, and then and then we finally get the, the Flash shows up, and he's like, oh, Batman's all fucked up, and Eobard's a skeleton. Yeah, basically. So, so we don't know what's going on. Um but he did. Eobard comes back saying something like, "I saw, I saw God." You know, I saw God, and then he kind of dies. I'm assuming he's talking about Doctor Manhattan. I think he is as well. I mean, the mm-hmm. the there's also the artwork too. That's what's one of the most interesting parts of this is seeing the Watchmen style artwork blended with the DC, and so even the blue and even the Flash, the way that they drew, um, not the Flash, but the Flash of blue before um, as Eobard disappears. Like even the way they drew that was very reminiscent of Watchmen, and I think that's got to be deliberate. Let me know. I need to, I need to find I need to dig out some of my issues of Watchmen. I have some of the original uh, first prints of you, Watchmen. If you can't find it, I got the trade. Brag some more, why don't you? Well, I just want to I want to pull them out and see what they, what you don't, like. I think you never like pull out. The pulling out is the worst plan, dude. Yeah. And that's why I have so many kids. <laughs> I, I'm saying. I'm um, saying. No, right. I, Flash um, 21 is actually out this coming week and so i'm 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 excited because this is a crossover it's four parts so it's batman 21 flash 21 and batman 22 and flash 22 are gonna all right tell this particular arc you want to tell me you want to tell me why i should read venom do you want to spoil it as carnage involved? okay don't spoil it so if you if if, it, if you can do it without spoiling it i don't know i'm probably not gonna read it but i, I still don't want to have it spoiled because I, I need everything to be just about me i'm i'm just saying um <clears throat> The kid who has the Venom symbiote right now doesn't get to keep him, and we get the return of a long lost gotcha. character. So okay, so that's it. I, I guess I need to read that book. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's move on. Last piece of news this week uh, in the wrestling section. Um, wrestling. Mauro Ranallo. By God. By God. I guess they had to make room for uh, uh, Jr. because Mauro Ranallo will not be returning to the WWE, and it is a. Official. Is official. anybody buying that this doesn't have anything to do with JBL? Because I'm not. Uh, absolutely nobody's buying that. In oh, fact, wait. everybody said that it's bullshit and that, that this is only happening because the WWE, for whatever reason, is completely condoning JBL's bullying. They they must feel like they owe JBL something at this point. They've got to. That's the only way I can figure this happens is that there's like some good old boys thing between uh, 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 Vince and JBL. JBL Otherwise, is one of the only remaining members of the old school roster I think too <laughs> besides Kane. Um, but fuck man like he sucks as an announcer compared to Mauro Ronello and Mauro Ronello deserves better than this. That's just 
And it's funny though because in it, I will say in the article that we posted here, which is Newsweek, so hopefully you know decent decent source. But uh, quote WWE and I have mutually agreed to part ways. It has nothing to do with JBL. Uh, Ronaldo told Newsweek by email. So I I could also you know I don't know. It, it's hard to believe that that's true. To me, um, I read that as a there's a gag order against me talking about jbl yeah as in if i if i told you it has everything to do with jbl i wouldn't get the extra you know million dollars or whatever is in the payout agreement uh i and and i don't know the circumstances because normally when you're under contract with wwe and then you're not under contract there's like there's a there's a period of time where you have to not work for any other major competition Mm -hmm. um that's pretty standard wait who would the competition even be in this case though um there's uh, there's uh, Impact Wrestling, which is is probably their. I don't want to call it competition because it's really not. I was going to say not any anything near. It's, actual it's the competition. only other major promotion yeah, yeah, that's not, out there. Uh, there's mm-hmm. New Japan um, as well, which uh, apparently the tapings are getting closer and closer to being caught up with with so, current product. Bunch of shit nobody's heard of. That's what you're saying. A lot of people heard what of New Japan. I mean, yeah. if you're in wrestling, you will. So, yeah, you that's will the deal. I point. mean, even if even if you've only ever watched WWE, like at this point, now you're familiar with New Japan and the other promotions because you've got so many guys that are on the main roster now that uh, started out with New Japan or made themselves uh, bigger at New Japan. AJ Styles uh, comes to mind, and because he's probably the best thing they've got going for them right now. Um, has held every major title from every major organization, whether it's TNA slash Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan, and now WWE. So, um, and and for whatever reason, like it's okay that uh, social media that's uh, somewhat tied to the WWE touts that. Hmm. I mean, yeah. WWE themselves are, isn't going to be like, yeah, he was the Ring of Honor champion, but. He normally completely, like the WWE normally basically puts a gag order on even admitting that the rest of these companies e- exist. See, and what so the fuck? If, if you're in first place, they <laughs> what don't. What the fuck? It's yeah. only when you're in second place that the competition matters. So. It's more because I think they're trying to, and they don't really need to, but I, I do think they're trying to get AJ over a little bit. And one of the easy ways you do that is by saying, look at this guy's history. He's He's been amazing in everything. So, of course, he's going to be good in, in WWE as well. So Well, and he's got such a strong following coming into it. Like when, <clears throat> when he debuted at Royal Rumble last year, like everybody popped. Mm-hmm. And he's never, like I think he was on WWE television 20 years ago as a kid you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like for one match that theoretically nobody should remember right so that's not why they're popping obviously they're popping because they they know his work from other other organizations it's like ufc like they're not gonna hide it if somebody came over from pride you know well but they don't talk about pride you know what I mean? Like it's. It, They'll say it, if they're a champ from Pride, yeah, they can. They will. They can sometimes. Um, but have they ever mentioned Bellator? No. Nah. <laughs> no. I don't um, know. It's, I've missed the last couple. Sorry. Yeah. I, I haven't watched I the last know. couple fights either. Um, mm-hmm. I am going to watch the uh, the return of uh, GSP though. Oh, when is that? Uh, July, I think. Let me know. I I'd like to watch that with you. It'll be at Bailey's house, so I mean he won't care if you come over. But right. I'm just saying, like that's that's where we'll be watching it most likely. Yeah. Where's he at in Salem? No, Albany. Albany. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you know the other thing that's interesting about this article is that as much as he says right on the top, um, WWE and I have parted ways, and it has nothing to do with JBL. The whole rest of the article has about everything JBL. to do with JBL. 
Mm. <laughs> so even Newsweek, I don't think, is buying that bullshit. But whatever. I'm, I'm going to go watch that episode of... Uh, wait, wait. You read an article that was listed in the show notes? That's weird. Yeah. I, I actually read this one, too. I read this one this morning and then didn't put it in the show notes. And then I went into the show notes later and it was uh, it was there. I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to go watch that episode of Around the Table, though, that that apparently has him yeah. throwing some shade toward Mauro. I like Mauro Ranello. It's it's it bothers me a lot actually that he's he's not there. Um, honestly, the best possible situation, and I and nothing against anybody, but they're not going to use JR full time. But it would be really great for Mauro to go back to doing New Japan Pro Wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't going to happen as long as JR is under contract uh, with Access TV to do that. Um, anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, New Japan Pro Wrestling um, since tapes to access tv yeah uh formerly the tv guide channel (laughs) but it's now uh mark cuban owns it it's access tv now and uh so they they have english commentary dubbed over and it's it's uh i forget who's doing it with him but it's 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 jim ross and some somebody else doing the the commentary play by play um Morrow used to do it, and I think it would be great if um, once JR's contract runs out with him, that Morrow goes back to that, and, and then we get a little bit more JR on WWE TV. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right, guys, um, I think that's the show for this week. If you would like to uh, hit us up on Twitter and tell us how we're racist bastards, you can do that uh, at whatever <laughs> show. I look um, forward to, to reading those because so you guys let me know if there are any possible. Sure, we'll, we'll uh, yeah, yeah. You can also call us out on our bullshit on Facebook, facebook.com slash whatever show. And we are also on email and stuff like that. Questions at whatever.co. You know, it strikes me that you guys should put these disclaimers at the beginning of the podcast when people are actually still listening. Um, complaints to the legal department should go to bsummers83 yeah, at uh, outlook.com. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, the, the 83 is Gmail. It's just bsummers oh. at outlook.com. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> Wow. Fuck. Wow, you blew that one, yeah. Balls. Ah. <clears throat> oh, well. Oh, man. And if I mean, for some at reason, hotmail.com. It's at hotmail.com. Yeah. If you're sp- selling a fashionable it's line of uniform com. for the next generation Nazi, uh, you can find us <laughs> sponsors at whatever.co. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Later. <laughs> you have a sponsor.